on everyone my name is michael balco i'm the host of the michael balco show i mean come on now it's pretty obvious there. fresh off of vacation in atlanta too so you guys know i'm already hyped for today's show but joining me today is my good friend we've been trying to get this podcast recorded for a while for y'all Calias robertson he's an alabama a&m alum and currently an nfl cfl xfl free agent tight end Calias, how we doing today my man Man, I'm good, man. I just um have to be able to get on with you finally, man. We've been trying to do this for the longest, man. So it's happy to be able to do this today, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, and I am so happy you decided to stick with me, man. We both have super, super busy schedules, so I'm super pumped that we're finally able to get this thing popping. But first and foremost, we have to rep that area code. Tell us a little bit about your hometown and kind of what makes it so unique. Uh, well, Pretty um, much my hometown is um, Tuscaloosa, man, 205, man. But what makes my hometown so unique, many people know, that's the home of the um, University of Alabama, man. So football is very big there from middle school all the way, well, actually from elementary, little league to middle school to high school, you know, to college, man. Football, the atmosphere when it's football season is pretty big, man. So I really take football pretty seriously, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. It's crazy growing up in a in a crazy big football city like that, man. I bet the streets are popping every single Saturday. Um, tell us a little bit about your recruiting process out of high school and how you ended up at Alabama A and M. Um, with my recruiting process out of high school, man, I um going into my eleventh grade year, man, I um actually started to get exposure. Um, I went to a Mississippi State camp. And actually, I had a talk with um, Dan Mullen before the um, camp. We had a little seven on seven camp going on, and he's just liked my size. I was playing wide receiver then, but he liked my size and um, my speed. Man, I ended up running like a four five three um, during the camp, man. And actually, while everyone was doing less time, I got a chance to run some routes for him and catch the ball for him with some other notable players that was there with me. Um, Bo Scarborough was also um, at the count with me and some others, man. So it was pretty nice, man. So that started my exposure. Then after that, um, going into um, my 12th grade year, man, I had a lot of um, offers from like colleges like Mississippi State, Sanford, Jacksonville State, all the um, all the SWAT schools, man, a couple um, ACC schools. So it was pretty good. But um, my home I found was Alabama and m man. It was um, I chose that because it just felt like home and stuff like that, and I had a chance to play early, man. So I just took off and ran with um, my opportunity. Yeah, for sure, man. I know I've interviewed a lot of a lot of athletes, a lot of football players, but so far in the entirety, I've had my podcast, and almost all of them kind of had the same mindset as you. They just wanted to get in there, they wanted to play early. Um, so it doesn't always matter about like what school you pick. You know, especially in today's age, when when you see a lot of top athletes going D two, D three, it's just it doesn't matter, man. You go where you feel at home because that education is just as important as your football career. Um, but with that being said, what is your favorite part about the sport of football? Kind of what age did you fall in love with it? What do you love so much about it? And you know what what is that thing that keeps drawing you into it? Even though now you're an adult and you know you have bills to pay. Um, Kind of what is it about the sport of football that you love so much where you just continue to try and make it happen no matter what? Man, the um, part of football that keeps me going, man, is my is my hard work, man. The, the grind I put in for it, man. I wake up like like today, man. I woke up probably like at 6.30, man. Got it, 
got to the gym at 6.45, man, and got me a good workout training session in, man. It's just the hard work, man, because what I like to see is the hard work being paid off. So I know it's um, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's the next day, whether it's a month now, I know the hard work's going to pay off. And it's just the hard work, the grind I put in is my backbone towards it, man. So that's why I love football with a passion, man. Yes, sir. You love to see it, man. And I'm glad you're putting in the work to make it happen. A lot of people don't understand or realize, you know, at the high school levels, a lot of my audience is high school football players. And a lot of them don't realize, man, that you got to get there early, man. You're you're holding yourself accountable at that point. You know, no one's going to hold your hand through the NFL. It's just not going to happen. Um, not even college, really. You know, you got to get there. You got to do your shit. You got to get going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean. I'm, I'm glad that you're taking initiative, man, and it's just great to see, and it's super inspiring. Um, but how would you define success? You know, a lot of people may maybe define success as getting up at 6 a.m., man, going out there and doing your workouts. Maybe it's, you know, they define success as they had a successful college career, and now they're playing in the league. Um, maybe it's awards, accolades. How do you personally define success? Um, I define a success about um, with I say small achievements, man. We all have big achievements, but those small wins you get, man, those, like I told you, man, being able to just start your week off fresh, man, waking up early in the morning, man, just dedicating yourself, trying to discipline yourself to get up early, man, to go get your workout in, just a small win. So the small wins matters the most, mostly um, because, like I said, everyone has big achievements, but, once you get those small wins going, then you can set your goal on getting a big win, man. So you, if you can just set your mindset on the little things first, man, and uh, then you can work on getting the big things right, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I know that you just are fresh off of a NFL workout slash visit with the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers this past weekend. Um so kind of how much NFL interest have you had since since you left college and um yeah, I mean, kind of what are your options looking like right now? Um, right now, it's, I mean, it's kind of slow, you know, everything with COVID and stuff like that. I actually got that in, um, got that through off LinkedIn, man. I got connected with some people, man. So, actually, I'm still getting connected with many different coaches, man. You got the spring lead. I'm finally um getting connected with the spring lead, some of the um team operations and directors and stuff like that. So, you know, they're getting ready to start the USFL soon, so. I've just been um just just opportunities starting to open up, man. So I'm just staying ready, man, staying patient. And I know more is gonna come. So I'm just I'll make sure I'm prepared when it's time. Exactly. I know there's so many leagues up and coming too. Like we got the XFL coming back. Obviously the CFL came back this year. Um the NFL obviously, the spring league, like you just mentioned. We got several arena football leagues that are coming up. So there's plenty of options out there, man. And I know if you keep putting in that work, you're gonna be in one of those leagues very, very soon. Um, so which NFL player do you try to model your own play style after? And um kind of I don't know, like how who did you really watch whenever it came to like transitioning from the wide receiver position to the tight end position? Um, I I kind of um have multiple guys I kind of look at, man. I I look at Darren Waller, man. How he just came up on the scene, man, and exploded, man. Just a all star in the lead. Now, also, I I used to watch a little of um Delaney Walker, man. I had a couple com- conversations with him, man, about football and stuff like that in life, man. So it was pretty cool talking to him, man. So I kind of 
put a lot of game towards him because me and him are around like the same size, man. He's around six three and a half, two forty. So that's around the same size I am. So it was just different different tight ends, man. You got your um um you got you got just many just many tight ends, man. I, I was like recently I watched the um tight end thing they had in Nashville, man, that they brought together Travis Kels and George mm-hmm. Kittle brought together, man. So it was just being able to watch that, man, just getting a lot of knowledge from that, man, just kind of helped me out on my game, man. So, yeah, that's that's dope, man. There's a lot of really good tight ends, and the tight ends are becoming a very, very important piece in today's NFL. And you're emerging at the right time, my man. Um, what is one piece of adversity you've had to overcome, whether it's on the football field, whether it's in life, um, anything? And how did you overcome it? Um. Well, around this time last. Last year, well, around, like, December going to January, um, I was with the SFL, man. I was um, in Texas, actually, with, um, doing training camp, man. I got a call from Coach Moss, man, with the L.A. Wildcats team, and he called me. Um, he just had some good words to tell me, man. He wanted to bring me in for a workout, and he was going to sign me out there, man. And during the workout, man, I tore my Achilles, man, and it was tough, man, on me because I know how much I worked for it, and, I thought that was the opportunity for me. And after I tore it, man, it was just heavy on my heart, man, trying to see how I was going to get back. But I actually overcame it, man. I got good rehab. I got some help from some guys from um, MJ Performance, man. And they kind of just gave me the whole guideline, the book, man, just the steps of just coming back from an Achilles tear because that's one of the hardest injuries to come back from. But, man, I'm – just thankful, man. Just blessed to be able to come back from it and back 100%, man. So that was my adversity story. Hey, that's what's up, man. It sucks, bro. You're so damn close, man. So close, man. So, so close. Hey, you got another opportunity, man. It makes the story that much better. Um, so what do you bring to an NFL roster that other available tight ends do not? Um, I could say, man, I'm one of those type of guys, man, whatever team picks me up, man, I'm one of those type of guys you have to tell to leave because I'm always itching to get better at something, man. I'll be the last one there, the first one there, man. So I'm one of those hard workers, determined guys to get it done. Whatever my job is with special teams, man, whether it's first, second screen, third screen, tight end, I'm going to get better. I'm going to put someone else to get better, man. So I'm all about getting better in that hard work, man. Yes, sir. So what is your biggest motivation as you still continue to pursue your dream of playing in the NFL? Who is your biggest motivation? Maybe it's something, maybe it's someone. Who would you pinpoint as your biggest motivation? Well, with that, my biggest motivation is um, just, I would say, man, the man above God, man, because he, He's helped me continue to chase this dream, man. I'm still healthy, man. I'm young. So as long as um, man, he allows me to do this, man, I'm going to keep going at it, man. So I think God is my biggest um, motivation with this, man.